It's a podcast. And now... Welcome back to More Garbage! Peace! More Garbage Podcast, Friday Night Compost. Coming to you on this July 30th, 2021. This momentous occasion where Bitcoin broke through the 41K resistance line. But, but we'll, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Uh, today's episode, show me the money. It's real talk. And uh, we'll be discussing a couple of things. Like this one. Hey, baby. Boom. Look at that. Look at that 24 hours, baby. That's what we want to see. Rocket ships. Richard Branson, eat your heart out. <laughs> Look at that. Looking pretty at 42K right now. That is what's up. That's Finally broke. We see so break on a tonight. Friday night. So congratulations. Congratulations, y'all. Um, but yeah. Uh, there are a few money-related manners matters <laughs> on the agenda tonight. Um, number one, of course, is the eviction moratorium running out tomorrow. Burr, burr, burr. Yep. And uh, I believe you had something else you wanted to throw up on. Oh, the screen, I just, right? I just had something funny just to play. Uh, you want to start off with that? Or yeah. Took it away. Oh no! Here you go. Uh oh. Pay that man his money. That's right. Pay this man his money. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Classic, baby. That's Classic. I love ever. it. I love oh, it. Man, is that funny? I don't know why that's funny. It's just funny. It's like terror. The movie's whatever, but that scene is just a riot. But yeah, I mean, we're at that. And everything. Maybe maybe chaos will ensue heavy tomorrow with the moratorium. What do you think? Got no audio on that. Uh, we don't have the the, the audio on homegirl. Nope. On my homegirl here. Come on. We want to hear what you're saying. Yeah, maybe sometimes. Wow, that's a lot of yelling. I don't I don't fully blindly believe in her hundred percent like anybody. Everybody knew this was coming. Yes, we were sounding the alarm about this issue. The court order was not yesterday. The court order was not Monday. The court order was about a month ago. We had Financial services hearings about it. Members are ringing alarms to the administration about it. There have been public statements about it, asking for all of us, White House and Congress, to move on this sooner. The fact that this statement came out just yesterday is unacceptable. It is unacceptable. I want to make that very clear. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I Honestly. But secondly, Wait. what we have here, and what we have members within our own caucus threatening to go on vacation and imperiling the lives of millions of people yes. is unacceptable. Well, what's interesting is like 
at least in the city, there was no there's no moratorium on tax bill on ta property tax, and there's no delay on property tax throughout all of it. Everything else got delayed. So like the government's been getting their money, no problem, and they don't give shit like all of it. Like at the end of the day, they can't. We're right now in the process of they're balancing continuing ongoing pandemic with uh, keeping the economy going, because if they lose footing, they're shook. Overall, um, as a country, a lot of people um, have been relying on this moratorium for about a year now. Mm -hmm. um, and it's no joke. Like the fact that uh, they did not extend it and then took off for six weeks. Now, there, well, that, there's that either gotta be, that's either got to be some kind of emergency action coming or. A lot of people are going to be shit out of luck. Or you might see the the thing is their their react their actions will have a, 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 a you know there'll be an, an action to that reaction on the on their part. Like should should there be millions of people on the street? They got problems that they're going to have to fix. Overall, um, what right, are the numbers? What but, do the numbers look like actually though? Well, share share your screen. Google it up. Let's get them. Let's get them. Let's get those numbers in here. Now, the moratorium, as uh, as I hope everyone knows, it's not that you don't have to pay rent for a year. It's that you're not going to get kicked out. It's deferred. The rent is deferred. Figure it out. Right. But right. that's the thing is that people just think that they don't have to pay rent. And the, the facts are is that like, you know, we've talked I about this. they don't think that. Well, there's a lot of people who probably do. And we spoke about this when it already, when it originally started that like, you know, let's say, yes, there's a lot of big corporations that own buildings and property. I understand that. But within the small people that own property, again, they're still paying property tax and they're still paying, you know, all this shit. And, so it becomes a, it's another business, right? That's, that's people, there is small real estate owners compared to big real estate owners, like anything, right? And I think that people overlook that. And I think that that's the, that's really the, the rub is that there's a reality of, of what it takes to like, well, we got, we got a little elk meat. I'm just showing, I'm just showing you your homeboy Ethereum's almost at 2,500 right now. I saw, I was shooting today and I got the update. I was on my phone, I was like, ooh, it's like, look at that. That was quick too, like a day. Real quick. fast. Really Real, fast. Yo, yo, it took less than 10 days for Bitcoin to go from 29K to 42K. Influence. Influence. People are influencers. And that sounds so stupid, but, you know, people have influence. And it's not just like being an influencer. It's like people that do shit that have influence. You know, it's like Elon Musk has a lot of influence over money. I mean, it's the same as, as Warren Buffett does over the stock market, right? Warren Buffett go talk about some shit. Stock market changes. Elon Musk talks about some shit. Crypto changes. Big shout out to Lil Saitama. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly. Do you guys read the chat? We do. We read the chat. We read the Twitter chat. We read the Twitch chat. We read the Facebook chat. We read the YouTube chats. We're chatting. 
We're chatting with you, and we're chatting about money. If you got some money, then you can chat too. Uh, yes, we, we're reading the chats. Welcome to Where Friday is Night this Compost. Person? Twitch? Uh, yeah, we got a new listener on Twitch. That wants to the only, the only thing I didn't be have open. Interacting. Uh, well, are you able to access uh, the chat? Through StreamYard? No. Oh, you're not. Okay. All right. Just just the master blaster. I got the master <laughs> controls over yeah, there. I gotta I gotta find it all and get in it. I'm out I'm out here sniping. Um so I mean the moratorium's the moratorium. That that is some real bullshit. Um well I think the they, problem listen, is if if they're giving out checks for families with kids, if they're giving out checks for uh, you know stimulus, if they're giving out checks for um, you know unemployment hasn't run out yet, uh, then the moratorium should still be in place. It should be extended, right? But the facts are that they they the question is how many people have the money to actually pay anybody. That's the next question. How many people? Are behind. I was just reading. It looks like more than four. This was in when was this? This was in June. It says more than fourteen percent of renters are still behind as national national eviction ban comes to an end. But that was in June, and they got extended. So it's, that was fourteen percent then. So it's in lot, June, that's more well, from. Yeah, throw throw it on the screen. I want I want to see. I want to see the numbers. I want to see a ticker. I want to see a, so, a doomsday clock. Here's a couple clock. things. There's no okay. There's no doomsday clock, but I will. Put I bet up. there is. Uh, how how many minutes till I'm homeless? Can I just Google that? Um, do you ever use the Brave browser? I have. Yes. Why is that like not? A thing we're doing regularly. That's what I want to know. All right, hold up. Let me let me share the screen. I feel like this I just... always forget that Brave even exists. I love Google Chrome when it works, but it's like really slow and it takes a lot of resources. And I like Safari. It takes care of most pop-ups, which is cool. Um, but Brave makes sure, like, they get, like, zero info and tracking on you. So this was in June. I don't know if, we're, if this is on. Okay. It, and it says pretty much more than 10 million Americans or 14% of U.S. renters say they're they're caught caught up with their house, aren't caught up. So that's that was in June. So you can imagine that that, that number is probably similar, right? So 10 million renters, 10 million Americans that are renters are behind. That's uh, that's that's a lot less people than actually 14% of the population. So and they also still 26% of Americans continue to have trouble meeting their usual expenses and 9% couldn't afford enough food. So you have a lot of stacking okay. problems. That okay. people are going to have to decide to pay rent or almost ten percent of Americans 
can't afford enough food. Yeah. Over 10, almost 10%. One out of 10 people in the richest country of the world is unable to afford all the food they need. Now, is that because we're all fat and we eat too much to begin with? Well, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's kind of like irrelevant. That's that's super like like what are you eating? This evil shit, Chinese crazy communist. Is it like, like hey man, you got some veggies in the fridge? Oh come on, man! I'm talking real food. Well, I think it comes food. down to like you know. I, what I, happened? What, 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 I don't mean, I don't mean to make light of it. Well, but. well, let's well let's forget that for a second. Let's stack back. So let's say. You know, you own a building and you have a renter that's not paying but living and you're still paying whatever on that building to keep that building up as the as a landlord and paying property tax that you're not getting any help with the, the way that business of that building works. And you get to this spot and there's no real resolve. Right. And the theory is, is that the time is supposed to give people time to work their shit out. Yes. Good landlords should give breaks. Not saying full breaks, but breaks. Do you know what I mean? Like, should be getting discounts just on the sheer uh, situation. Honestly, like, if you can't pay, you should be getting discounts. Like, we should work out a plan, right? If that's not happening, it's fucked up. And and that's where landlords got to understand that. And like, some will lose tenants, and some will be screwed. You know, and not get money. And I know why they can't get people out. But at the end of the day, like. If people get start getting these 10, 10 million people start getting evicted, there's gonna be a no whole other shit mess that they have to deal with. In general, there's gonna be a problem on on the ground. I wonder how many in New York. Um, I mean, Jordan, forty eight, five hundred thousand New it, Yorkers owe back rent. Two days ago, five hundred thousand. So that's kind of in people. line with with ten percent. Yeah. Right. Mm. Not really. Five hundred thousand. It's, it's like times it's less 10 than five percent. Would be five million, but we actually have like twelve million in New York. Yeah, um, it's you know you figure it's about so twelve million people. Like five percent. Exactly. Okay, that's not good. That's bad. No, nah, that's um, that's going to create a r- lot of problems. And the question is, like, out of those people, um, which of those people are like going somewhere else, and which of those people are going on the street? Now, what I mean is, like, how many of those people are like, I'm going to go somewhere else and live somewhere, or how many of those people are like, this is where I live, I'm fucked. No, nah, I think a lot of people are leaving. People are leaving. Um, but do you think people are going to move in? See, this is what's going to happen. They're going to push people out that can't afford it, and they're going to try to create another situation where they bring more wealthy people in, right? Again. Sure. They're not, they don't even have to try very hard. It's true. It's like, rent. If, if you book people it, they will come. Yeah. They're just going to keep building condos, and eventually someone will take that shit. <laughs> well, there it is. We will be homeless, she said. It's fucked up, man. Come on, man. Come on. People want to work. 
and they can't get work. Then, then people are working, but they don't make enough at work. But then on top of it, yeah. on, a si- on a sidebar, China has been putting mad missile solo- silos all over their country. Uh, what? Yeah, some other shit. You talk about maybe, losing global power here. Maybe they're um, state-sponsored Bitcoin mining rigs. Oh, I got nothing on that. I doubt it. Yeah, because Eli did suggest that we should be using nuclear power. And don't even how, say that. How that safe? Shit. He said Yo. it was really safe. That you're using fission, not fusion. And that, <laughs> that people, yeah, and, that, and that's that's pretty much how he dropped it. I was watching uh, the B word last week, that's and funny. it was a conference that featured a conversation between um, Kathy Wood, Jack Dorsey, Elon Musk, and you know the B word was Bitcoin. I get and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, of course, they were talking about ESG FUD, which has to do with you know how much energy is used for maintaining security on a blockchain, yada yada yada, and um, it's been proven that over fifty six percent of Bitcoin mining was done using renewable renewable energy sources. Um, such as solar power, such as uh, wind power. And um, Elon Musk was saying that he felt, he figured that about two-thirds of the power needed can be accounted for by renewable energy and that they still needed to come up with one more third and he was recommending something like nuclear power. And he said, people uh, really don't understand how safe it is these days. Okay. Well, change the name then you gotta, you gotta like rebrand it (laughs) because people hear nuclear power and they're like, I don't want that across the street. Let's build some nuclear power plants. I, I saw Chernobyl on HBO. Oh man, yeah. I mean, and like, it, it, no matter what, like historically, when they go back in time and they look, like, oh, look at the amount of nuclear meltdowns in the last twenty-five years, and there's been so many catastrophic problems, and it's like, how is this good for anybody? Uh, so another story that I was watching. Um, I'm gonna share my screen uh, I'll share a Chrome tab let's get some audio I'll play some of the the coverage on this story um, oh Jesus are we really gonna talk about this guy I don't want to talk about this guy so so they they're talking about did this dude try to stage an actual coup you know, and I, I think those this goes in line with the conversation we were having about how um, all the Capitol Police that were testifying about January 6th referred to 
the angry mob as terrorists. Okay. And um, if this guy was indeed planning a coup, then uh, that's what that's what they are. They're they're fucking I, terrorists. I don't they're, know. If, I don't... It's political action. Hold up. So so. There's no sound. Okay. Oh uh, wait, you don't you don't have sound? Nope. Okay. Because it, it's really interesting. Uh, they took specific notes um, on this something. Is, uh, listen, but part and listen, I'm not pro this guy, but part of part of me doesn't ever want to talk about him again. Hey, give him any energy. No, I hear you. Uh, Turned those notes over to the House Oversight Committee to the Attorney General at the time, Jeffrey Rosen, and his deputy, Richard Donahue, on voter fraud claims the department had disproved. Now, the thing is, Donahue, the Deputy Attorney General, was taking notes, and the Department of Justice turned those notes over to the House Oversight Committee, and today they publicly released some of them. Now, just a heads up, because they are handwritten, they're a little difficult yeah, to read. But listen to this statement. According to the Deputy Attorney General's notes, Donahue responded to Trump saying, quote, I understand that the DOJ can't and won't snap its fingers and change the outcome of the election. It doesn't work that way. To which Trump replied, don't expect you to do that. Just say the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and Republican congressmen. But, just say it was corrupt. The president is asking the Department of Justice. I mean, just, hey, listen, you just, you just play your position and leave the rest to me. Okay, like I'm gonna bulldoze right through these fucking these losers, uh, and, and that's enough. We we actually we don't have to listen to more. I, I think but, at the end of the day, for me, it, I, I don't think it was that. I think that it was partially that. I think that it was also for him. Even if they took it over, I don't think he would have gone in there. Who? Trump. Of course he would. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? They'd be saluting him, and he'd walk in there, and he'd put his well, feet if, up. If, if that's the case, take his then dick out, <laughs> fucking slap eat, it on the table. Eat some McDonald's. Like, yeah, if that's, like if, someone bring me my Big Macs. No if doubt. That's the case. Daddy's if that's the home. Case, then for sure, like then 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 you have to look at it like like it's a felt coup. hundred percent. If that's the case, but one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and um, it's kind of terrifying how popular he remains after that, and how popular the next generation of Trumps are. They got a following. They got like millions of followers on social media, and. Like, if daddy taught them anything, it's fucking manipulation. Of, oh, God, that's in the family. And, and for like I got to say that um, you almost have to give him some credit for for really being the master man- manipulator. No, 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 no. It, he didn't I'm, just no, 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 stumble. No, no. No, he did no, 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 not no, no. stumble. Into it, I this guy knows. I can't. I can't. I can't. Keep your eyes over here. 
while he's doing whatever he wants over here. Listen, okay? I can't I can't give him any credit at he, this point. He doesn't even try to put up like well, a I'm gonna tell you this. facade Be when he when he tells a lie. But he because just that, tells wait. the lie and then he'll <laughs> Say evil. Yeah, I, I told I told a lie. So what? Come on, but we got to do what we got to do, right? Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing, though, is that because of that, there should be no question as to what he was doing. There is no question. What legally? Legally. Come on, man. This guy, he yep. he's in plain sight. He's in fucking plain sight, and people still want to debate. Like his greatness. <laughs> so while all that's happening, so so you think there's going to be a moratorium thing? So so we we got all kinds of chaos. There's everything is chaos. That's all we've been talking about. Is no matter what happens, everything's a debate. You know, it's just chaos. Um, we got dams breaking, right? We got water levels rising. We got we got fires. Um, which means we have a lot of like high value real estate. Do you know that there's fires underwater in Siberia? On coastlines. There's fires in Siberia. I mean, fire exists in Siberia. No, but like wildfires that are bringing up wild shit, the permafrost. I just, it blows my mind the average amount of acres that burn in California every year. And I'm saying that like I know the number, which I don't. Well, the problem yeah. is, is that we we don't create a situation in California or anywhere where we 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 push the benefit of repopulating soil and and fixing land. We just keep populating with humans that don't fix the land, and so we're gonna have conditions you can't live in soon because of all of our climate change. There it is. A million and change. I mean, listen, I drove through uh Acres. I drove through Malibu right after that shit burned down and there's nothing like that. It's like being on the fucking in hell. It's literally like like the the face of hell. That's why people are leaving California. Look at this. Four point two million acres burned in twenty two, the most in a single year since Cal Fire began keeping records, and more than the last three years combined. Check how many people left because of the wildfires. Uh, okay. How many people left because of the wildfires? 90% of wildfires... Uh, no, 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 no. How many... Boom, there we go. At least seven people have died. More than 1.2 million acres. Burnt. Well, yeah, that's at that time. Uh, displaced nearly 200,000 Californians. That's displacement, but I'm wondering how many people are leaving due to the conditions in California. Uh, who, I mean, once you're displaced, you don't know what the fuck you're doing, right? Oh, man. That's terrible. That's insane, man. More people leaving California than ever due to wildfires. Here it is. So, so like, all right. So then what? There's just like 
burnt, just raised ground. That's it. Like after well, the, fire, the thing is, is that what happens is, well, no, I mean, yeah, I'm like, like so that. ignorant on this topic. Okay, so what just, happens I, is this: is that I, like I everything fucking Coast. everything fucking I'm burns down, was... and like so Malibu, right? The the sexiest fucking place you can go in Southern California, right? And that Wolsey fire destroyed so much of it, and peace, Jamalski, um, what up? And so we were up there, and to the point where I went to a grocery store and he said we're not buying anything i don't know if we're gonna be able to stay in business we have no more customers they left they all burnt everything burnt down and it's driving you're driving through it we used to be like canyons and and have beautiful houses and and guess what it's fucking it looks like hell it looks like it's just burnt to a crisp black with no trees all burnt it's it's crazy but but what happens is they this creates really rich soil um it will help create a rich atmosphere for things to grow after so what you'll see is in a handful of quicker than not, like, you know, they do control burns to have things grow better. And so this is an uncontrolled burn. But at the end of the day, on a nat nature level, things are going to grow for real there. There's going to be a lot of like enrichment with that burn. And so you'll get. But people will not move back because of the wildfires. This is what happens is that all of a sudden, if you, you lost a multiple million dollar home. And, and all that's your just shit. the home. All you get. All your right. All your shit. shit. So you lost millions and millions and millions of dollars. Shit. Even though you're still insured, it's 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 just damaging here too. And then your land is just fucked. Like you're you know, and you're like I'm done, and you leave. And you do you come back? You might not come back and develop. Why? Because maybe I don't want to deal with another fire. Maybe I don't want to spend all this extra money to make a fireproof house. And you're like to live with who? Who's gonna live there? Nobody else is living there yet. So somebody has to go develop again, and they might not because they're just going to go find somewhere safer. If you lose everything, you might not build right away there, right? You might not do that. That's that's the question: is that how many people are like roaring back to to build right after the shit gets burned down, and they know that it's just dangerous grounds at this point. Like California is not a safe place in certain places to live. Like I remember, um, I was out there. Well, I, mean, I used to go out there a lot. But this was maybe ten or so years ago, and I was smoking a blunt on my on, in Hollywood Hills on my boy's balcony, and I was standing like near the edge, and he's like, "Hey," and I was like, "What? Come back here." I was like, "What am I doing?" He's like, "You're smoking to the close to the edge," and I was like, "He's like, you'll burn the whole fucking oh shit." He's like, "Stay back here," and there's an ashtray with water in it. Ashtrays had water in it there. I was like, this is where you ask your shit. Don't fucking move that way. Don't like hang out and think it's fun. And I was like, oh, like a whole different like atmosphere of thought when you're up there. Because you don't want to be that guy. Oh, that's a scary thought when somebody yells at you about that. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're the, you're the guy that makes oh, Smokey the Bear cry. Oh, my. Well, yeah. These people go to jail sometimes. Because you're supposed to know what the fuck is up. We don't deal with that shit at all. This side of things, we're gonna have floods. The other side, I saw that. It's an interesting map. Hmm. Uh, I want to bring this up. Uh, no. 
the Smokey the Bear still exists. Yeah, right. They, they'll never get rid of Smokey, right? Um. Hold up. God, a lot of buttons to press to bring up the video itself. It only takes a careless moment to turn this into this. Mm -hmm. Don't let forest fires be your fault. Make sure your fire is dead out. Remember, only you can prevent forest yeah. fires. Make sure your fire is dead out. Damn. Yeah. Bro. I was trying to find this map I saw where they predict there was like a predictive map of like if the if the certain amount of water levels rise this much, how much and it almost made like the coastline although go into like um I think it was like Ohio or something ridiculous, like part of Pennsylvania, where all of a sudden like there won't be New York at all. It won't be kind of here. It won't be just gone. It'll be Atlantis. You have like floating tips of tall buildings. It's crazy. But, you know, the question is, will there ever be a time where they're like, we have to evacuate New York City? Imagine that. Imagine having, oh, Jesus. There we go. <laughs> Give me 22 minutes, I'll give you the elk meat. Yeah, I mean, um, what, what would you what, what, imagine no. that? Like, like, we're going to be flooded out. We're going to have no New York, so go find somewhere else to live. Well, they did try to evacuate me over here. Um, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, that, like... Was that Sandy? Or, um, yeah, probably. Yeah, they were real. It, that was a weird time, man. Just plasticking up the whole fucking house, inside, outside. Fucking police going by with mega uh, cars driving by with the megaphones, like, please leave the area. Like, shit was wild. I'm saying, I'm not saying evacuate. Like, you'll come back. Like, we're gonna be gone. New York's gonna flood totally. Like, at what point, like, because first we're going to see before that happens, like, easily we're going to start seeing pieces go, right? Like, you'll start seeing coastal shit first if it starts to raise significantly. They'll be like, we have a lot of extra water in these areas, you know? So, if, uh, if they found that, you know, the coastline was, was sinking or... Uh, water levels were rising high enough that this area would have to be permanently evacuated. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Which they were just like, which makes it even more asinine that there's so much development on coastlines all the time. You know? Well, that's the craziest thing, right? You think about this, and like back in the day, all the things in the coast, like people didn't want to live in the coastline in New York for some reason, right? Like you don't think about that. Nobody fucking, it was only warehouses. And that's mainly because of because of industry. Because back in the day, ships and trains brought shit in, mm -hmm. and so that's where they were on the coastline. 
Um, couldn't bring trains to the middle of the city, couldn't bring a ship to the middle of the city. So they they always on coastlines. And all the shit that's developed now, like especially like Long Island City was all warehouses. When we were kids, it was all warehouses. There was no buildings. There's a couple of small, like, you know, normal homes, like a couple stories kind of thing, shit like that. But like, but that's for the workers that worked in these warehouses and these shipyards and all this shit. The gantry was down there and all that. That gantry worked a hundred years ago. You know, fucking took containers off ships and whatnot. So it's like now they've developed it. But people want to live there because it's beautiful. But nobody's thinking about that. They're 14 stories up overlooking the East River. They're not thinking about, you know, with beautiful views of Manhattan. They're not thinking about, you know what? This might be in the water one day. Um, I got a question for you. Uh, how often do you play Blu-rays? Do you have a Blu-ray player at home? Yes, I do have a Blu-ray player. Actually, I do don't. You... I have. I have. I own two Blu-rays. So you have a Blu-ray player and two actual Blu-ray discs. I used it for CDs and other things and plug in the usb it's like mm -hmm. i had it I, someone gave it to me a long time ago and i just have it i don't use it very often though. my, my blu-ray dvd player um finally stopped working and they're not cheap they used <laughs> I, was, to be. I was online like i'm, I'm a new uh... blu-ray player I'm like ill i want to play pay that much for that it's like a cassette player like, yeah, Max Procard, you know, our favorite Walkman. Let's get him another one. Oh, no, that one he broke. Yo, that one he broke, it's selling for like hundreds of dollars. I know. All that vent old like, shit. Is what? Yo, that let me one? tell you something. Here we go. You ready? All the stuff from when we were kids, including keyboards. Ready? Kids want these mechanic old school keyboards. Remember the keyboards you couldn't give away back in the day in the 90s? You want this? No, I don't want that. Throw that shit away. Yo, you can sell those for big money right now. And like I have a couple, I have a I have an old school DVD VHS player, duo deck, so you can like dub um if you wanted to, which is even more antiquated. <laughs> and all that shit's worth money now. All that vintage shit. V, v VCRs are worth bread. I got a couple of those. Yeah, here it is. Three hundred dollars. They used to be a hundred bucks. This is ridiculous. I might as well share that screen too. Yeah. This joint right here with these buttons. Three hundred bucks. I was like, oh man, I, I got like three other Walkman. Why couldn't you break one of those? Oh well, wait, uh, let me see which one. Yeah, you see, these are the vintage joints. You can't, you can't do that to yourself. All that shit is worth big money now. It's crazy, right? They're worth so much money now. Remember how you can get them for like twenty five dollars? Which, well, regardless, you, you how much go they back were in time, I'm not spending three hundred dollars. No. Don't you just want to go back in time and buy thing. like like a like a warehouse worth and just put it away? <sighs> Yeah, I have a couple Walkmans somewhere. Oh, man, I 
those those cassette tapes. So we do play them sometimes, but that was actually uh, the best Walkman here. I didn't realize how much better it was than uh, a couple of the other ones. Like, well, you can get you can get a used one though. They're not that expensive online on eBay. Um, yeah, it depend depends on like the 40, 50 bucks. And they, they have new ones now that do all kind of weird shit. Like, oh my god, um, uh, where where would that be? Because I kind of want to show you now. And you can get honestly, I get a Blu-ray player right on eBay for like forty bucks. Woo. Katie Ledecky wins her seventh gold medal. She's in a huge night for U.S. swimming. I saw the funniest onion thing. They were like, it was like how how athletes have been training during the pandemic, and it was like it said she's been underwater since March 2020. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, no, like, I'm not breathing air. It's evil. Evil. Um, Blu-ray so players, hilarious. Player, and it allowed you to um, like change pitch. Oh, and manipulate. Did Bitcoin just jump up again? You got an alert. Probably a later, Bring it later back. Alert. Of course, you're on the game. It alerts me. Forget your alert, you bullshit ass uh, alert. I, I mean, it's it's up there. It's holding at 42, which is huge. Because all right, so the deal was that there was supposed to be a resistance around 41k, right? Which means that every time it tried to hit. Uh, around 40k, 41k would bounce off of it and come back down. All right, it was happening a lot. We'd just come right back down, 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 and all of a sudden today it just skyrocketed, as you can see. Just totally took a couple of legs up, broke through that resistance, and right past 41k. And then that resistance becomes a support and it bounces even higher. Right? And then um Yeah, that's just no that's normal. It can't it's just keep like... going up forever, although nope. I guess it can, but you know, uh the volatility brings it back down and it's bouncing back off and it's gonna go sideways for a minute, or is it? Because this is a crazy fucking movement right here. Um, let's see if I can zoom out. I mean, this pretty serious jump up the last 10 days. This fucking bananas. Uh, but we're still nowhere near, um, you know, the previous all-time high, which is all the way up there. Boom. That's how far everything fell. Um, a little under two months ago, right? About two months we've been down at these levels. 
Um, but you better believe we're going back up there and further. And if and if anybody's seen history already, this has happened once. It's just every time it does this, it's higher. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it goes up and comes back down, but then the next peak so takes the end it of the day, much higher. We're, we're watching peak. how people how modern money is made. Same thing, right? I hope so. <laughs> I hope that's what we're doing. I believe it. I hope that's what we're watching. Because um, even now, it's still early. Oh, yeah. If you consider how few people in general own crypto still. I mean, own crypto at this point. Still a vast minority of people. Like, you heard the, the question the other night when um, when our co-host asked me, uh, yeah, but, you know, let's see what happens once you try to cash out. And I'm like, well, well it's not. That's it's just, not that's that just, speculative. Like, you actually, no. you bought something and it's on the books if you want to. Well, more than anything, it's like, if you really like want to no buyers, like if you if you woke up tomorrow and said, you know what, I'm done with all this, you just said done. You could liquidate all that shit, and be done. Well, yeah, of course, you liquidate it. You're taxed on it. Um, yeah, and then you're done. What your um your gains are, your capital gains. Um, but of course you could say it's not like when you buy, um. I don't know, let's say like uh, a, a comic book or something. Let's say I bought a comic book or any other fucking collectible, right? And it says it's worth something in a book, but you then have to find a buyer for that amount, right? That's the hard part is, is well, find someone think, that's things, willing to pay. Things are only um, worth what people are willing to pay, for sure. Yeah, but... But everything has a sweet spot. But on the market, you go to an exchange and you you just sell that shit. They're buyers. The buyers are there. Yeah, I mean, it's... People are confused by it. You're not going to have a... uh, You're not going to be waiting around like trying to find someone to buy your well, I don't think I don't think they even think about it like that. I think the thought that we were talking about is deeper of like more or less this what is this? You know like now you're stuck with it. Like imagine the first time you like had to figure out how to get an MP3 on a device. It's like that. Like this mind breaking thing that all of a sudden these physical CDs and tapes are now replaced with this well this not even with the digital. Remember when we were first setting up the MetaMasks? To like mint mm-hmm. our first NFTs, we were like, "Okay, I did it!" Like, I th- I think, <laughs> like, but yeah, it comes down to this what? thing where like, it's just it, it it's it hurts people's mind that at the end of the day, all it really is, it's just another medium, right? And and then same as same as cr- cryptocurrency, it's another medium of of currency exchange. You know, we're like, if you go to another country, they have their own currency. Any country has their own currency. They run their own economy. You go in there, you take your dollars. It's worth a certain amount of money. You get a certain amount of money back. It feels weird. 
because it's not your money, and you go and spend it in that country. And within well, a few days, you're like, oh, this is normal. This is your currency, like anything. And this is what this is. It's just another currency. And people are, they're like, I don't get it. It's this crypto. And you're like, it's just like having, you know, let's say you went to Mexico and you had fucking pesos in your pocket and you came back and you had them and they, you had to, yeah, you bring, them to the you bank. bring them to a bank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You bring them to the exactly. bank and they give you whatever they're worth today for money. Except I came back from, I came back from Europe once with a bunch of uh, euros and, sh and pounds and shit. And I waited till I liked the exchange rate, and I went to the bank that day and got my money, like straight up. I'm like, oh, it's a good exchange rate. Let's go get the money. And like, that's that's what people don't get. This is the same thing. It's just it's all digital. Instead of going to the bank, you, you want to go transfer, you know, Ethereum and buy Bitcoin. You can do that. You go to your your you know your exchange. You can do you that. You don't have to go give your bank. Part of the money to make the, the transaction. No. That's what it comes no. down to. No. It's ridiculous. It's it's all right. People are confused by it all. But they, and, and it's because they don't, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's hard for them to like, I think a lot They've of people. They've been that, playing the game called life and there were certain rules, right? They were taught to them. And one of the main rules is what do you do with your money? You put it in the bank. And the truth is this, is that all, like what we're seeing with crypto is the same as day trading with stocks, okay? But it's it's on a speculative, like, but which is backed by now, not just actual math and processing and all this stuff that was what it was based on conceptually, but now it's based on institutions taking it on. And is being used in actual everyday, you know, human transactions, and that just makes it real. No matter what anybody says, it's it's already real. It's already being used. People are already like exchanging and making money off of it, and you know, living their best lives, so to speak. So it's not even a matter of like how you use it. It's just people don't get that it can be that. It takes a lot of belief. You know, to actually be like, I'm going to jump into a new form of money that is totally breaking people's mental bounds. And it's, it, it comes down to like, you have to also think that we are a certain spot in history. And even, and America is only a couple hundred years old. So before that, there wasn't dollars. You know, like we just kind of forget that part that everything's made up at some point we live in this weird complex made up structure and this is breaking that and it's global. You know, the internet brings everybody together as one communications and social media and information and knowledge and how to do things, do it yourself shit. Well, now there's a global, which, you know, Gibson wrote about this 20 fucking years ago. There's a global money exchange. Of course there is. It goes without saying. Because, you know, it was created by people that didn't want to be shown in the world. And they used it so they could hide the money transactions back and forth. So, but they fully understood that it represented American cash and American goods. Because they could transfer it and turn it into that. But 
if you start to use it enough and you have options to use this other currency enough in, re in the real world, start getting paid in it, start using it for transactions on things because you can, let's say Amazon, let's say, uh, you know, I'm not going to buy a Tesla, but Tesla, you know, um, things that you start, it's like, oh, I'll pay with, I'll pay with Ethereum, I'll pay with Bitcoin, no problem. Like Amazon's going to allow it eventually because Apple's going to allow it eventually. Right. And so, so right Google's there. going to allow it eventually because so PayPal already allows it. Right. So then all of a sudden out of, out of that, somebody that doesn't understand how you cash out doesn't even need to. It's just another currency. You can use it in your world. And you have an exchange to trade on it if you choose to, to make and more. People have already experienced this kind of stuff in gaming. Yes. Yeah. This is what it was created for. Gaming and black market. Those are the two things all this was created for was gaming. Ethereum was want, created for gaming. You want to buy shit in the game? You have to use, you know, gems. And each gem is a dollar. Like kids play Roblox okay. right now. It's like crazy shit. I don't know if Max plays Roblox. But these no, I, I I put a I put a lock on Roblox and Minecraft because I thought um it's like it, as soon as you're on there as a kid, you want to be interacting with other kids mm -hmm. on the network. And I didn't know enough about the gatekeeping and have spoken to, um, you know, school professionals, people in education that are like, yeah, you probably want to just av try to avoid that whole thing. Like, well, it's crazy because I see the shit that's going down on it. And some of it's like, you know, totally reasonable. Right? Yeah, I feel bad in some ways. That, but but there know. is some wild shit that you're like, mm, like like, you know, like there's some fucked up shit that goes on in that for sure. Yeah, I I don't want to be just like a total censor, you know, but in this case, I am. The and point of my song was not that, but that this is where like what I was gonna say is this is what kids want, like. I bought gifts for kids that play Roblox in my life. They're in the seven to 10 range. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just like, what did I just buy about, about $50 and what in some, and they're like, and you send them an email, you know, <gasps> and they fucking go and they send you a screenshot back. I bought a, a rare red unicorn Fox. And then you're like, Oh, and they show it off. And you're like, I've lost my mind. What's happening. And I'm on Roblox to play with some of these youth. Like, um, so we gotta we gotta check out Axie right. Infinity. Uh, What's that? It's um, it's a play to earn game. Um, I'm looking at it right now, and it's uh, it's all tied up with NFTs, game NFTs, and oh, it's you can build really up characters and sell them, and. Um, you earn Ethereum like through the game by playing. Oh, that's dangerous. So some people right now. in developing countries are straight up 
playing Axie Infinity um, as a source of income. Well, it makes sense, right? And by getting those people to play, that's supporting the power of the network. Yeah. Especially if you live somewhere where the dollar, or excuse me, the currency isn't worth much. Exactly, and you it's controlled by a kind of but evil Ethereum's people. Ethereum. That's right, and and we don't understand that because we live in such a very, very frankly, like safe money environment. I know that not everybody has money, but compared to real fucked up like third world type situation, yeah, it's it's inflationary, but it's not going. To we're not percent like, in one day or whatever. For the most part, the mo people in the most fucked up situation here are in a better situation than people in other countries, right? Um, well, and that's like the volatility of money there is controlled by by like madness sometimes some different places and so yeah this becomes a global currency digitally that nobody can fuck with and that is our reminder that we got about one minute to go on the friday night compost Rana, that's all that's that's it that's all folks yeah we were just getting this stuff i wanted to talk about too yeah well you know happens oh well Yo, let's keep going for like another hour and a half. We got like one listener, bro. Let's all do this. Yeah, about that. Uh, yeah, one, for one random on Friday night. Compost, more garbage podcast. Fubzilla, Vandal, and I think we'll be back on Sunday for Sunday yeah, brunch. Let's do it up. Sunday I is leave. We'll be back. I think Max Quarters is, is back for vacation. And I bet Bitcoin is at 45 by Sunday. 45 by Sunday. It's, it's, it's sitting pretty up there around 42. So that is amazing. That's it. That's all. Thanks for joining us. Be easy. And uh, yada, yada, yada. Bang, boom.